really thinking about shaving my head. <laughs> um, as like an act of solidarity with something, or no, just, just like out of I sheer think maintenance, I, you won't be able to get a haircut for a while. I mean, I think my barber, because of who I am, would be willing to risk Corona and come to a house call, but. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. So I don't know. I've just been thinking about it a lot. I mean, I don't know what's under there. I feel like it could be bad, but like <laughs> I can just wear a hat for a couple weeks. No one's going to see me anyway. I think this is the time to experiment. You definitely don't know what's under there, and you know, as a as a man gets older, it doesn't get better. The 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 scalp. I'm assuming. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking about doing anything extreme to your hair, or do you just are you just going to ride this out, and let it go go long? I think with my hair, I mean, I guess I'll probably have um, I'll probably have KK clean up the sides a little bit, you know. Damn, you trust Bay with some fucking shears? I mean, you know, we we all have similar haircuts of like one inch on top, one millimeter on the sides. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever happens, you know, there's not much that you can really fuck up, but I'm I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have her do like a full tapered fade, but just a little, like gets a little shaggy around the ears, clean that up. Otherwise, I mean, there's not really much else I can do. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't know. I'm just feeling, you know, I feel like it could be a cool move for me, but the fear is like. You know, I want to go short enough where it looks cool and kind of, you know, I look a little tough maybe, but I don't want to go too short where I'm like the guy who has a shaved head and glasses because that is my nightmare. Well, is 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 the hair on your sides going to be shorter than the hair on top? Yeah, I still want it to be. I mean, I w- I'll do like a two maybe, a three all over. Right now it's a one on the side. Mm-hmm. So if I did, you know what I mean? I don't know. I might, you know what I could do for con- for content purposes? I could call my barber on FaceTime and have her coach me. <laughs> I mean, there you you put the number three guard on your clippers and you go, and then you stop. Bitch, and I it know, stops making bitch, sound. That's, I, it, that's, I, all, I'm, <laughs> that's all you can do. I know, but I just think it'd be funny because she would be having a meltdown because she's like, "This motherfucker is mm. ruining my years of hard work," <laughs> and, and he's gonna look like shit now and tell people that I'm his barber. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, with our. Um, with our one millimeter, you know, <laughs> sides of hair, there's not, like I said before, not a ton you can really fuck up. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I mean, I'm much like you. I'm very vain. But so I'm concerned. But you also for I mean? me, the, you know, the word bald is not in my vocabulary. I have, I have no bald spot going on. I have no reason to keep it covered up with hair. So. I could buzz easily if I wanted to. Are you in that same boat, or are we a little... Damn, bro! You just came on the podcast and basically said I got a 10-inch dick. Damn, it's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy what you just said. Well, Damn. crazy times Damn. call for crazy, <laughs> crazy no, you're shots. Right. Fuck it, mask off, mask off, bitch. So Jason has a 10-inch dick and no bald spot. I'm not quite there. I have to be honest with you. I'm not there yet. I don't. Um, well, it's not a direct correlation of <laughs> small. Pe- There's probably a lot of big dick men with bald spots in the world. Don't worry. I know they all have Ferraris. I've seen them. Before. But I mean, you know, like you look at LeBron, you kind of get the feeling like he's got a small dick, right? A little bit. Uh, I would say yes. I LeBron definitely has small dick energy. I would say, but I mean, I don't. I think more. 
I think more, uh, I don't think, I don't have a bald spot in the back at all, but I just don't know. It's more of, it's more of a, a skull shape is the concern. Well, I think, yeah, no, my, my, my skull is, is rough and ready. I'm assuming I, I haven't, ne- I haven't buzzed since like eighth grade, grade eight I've never for buzzed. you. You've never buzzed, never buzzed. Mm. in your entire That's- life. Really? Never buzzed in my entire life. So that's part of the, that's part of the, uh, so you really are a wasp. I am a wasp. Yes. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, now I'm going to look like the pool boy. Uh, but I think that the, Could work I just, for you. I think so too. The freedom of the shaved head is appealing. That's what really draws me is the, 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 the just simplicity of it all. I mean, the, there's a strong, you know, not to be a, a pessimist, but there is a very strong chance that your hair will grow back far before you are allowed to enter the United States again. So feel free to buzz away. You might even do two, three buzzes before we're out of this thing. Damn. Wow, Jason. Real dark, uh, dark start to the podcast. Here. I know. Jesus Christ. I need to stay off of the my conspiracy theory chat rooms. <laughs> You're back on Bush did 9-11 YouTube <laughs> channel again. <laughs> Catching up with all the important Bro. new facts. <laughs> <laughs> 9-11 is out, King. We're talking about the New World Order. We're talking about centralized currency. You know, Bitcoin's gone. I, I mean, look, I get it, bro. I mean, I get it. I, I don't know I don't know how long it's going to be, but I got to come out looking hotter than before I went in. It's like, this is jail to me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I don't come out with a six-pack and a beautiful shaved head, what's the fucking point? You have no you know excuse. I mean? Yeah, and you, on also, you need to convert to Islam and um, already on it. What are I'm other- more of a black. I'm more of a black Israelite guy, but I guess Islam could work for me. Okay, you know, same you know, same but vibe. I, but I need you to come same out vibe. very very well educated with a lot of prophecies and a lot of um, <laughs> yeah 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 a lot of reading under your belt. I'm doing I'm doing a lot of reading. I've read a lot of great great stuff in the last couple of days. Um, are we talking about books? Or are we talking about online articles? Bo- both, both. The Fiona Apple profile in New Yorker was amazing. Mm. She's such a trip. Had some great stories. The article, the, the piece in Vanity Fair about kinfolk is a must read. That shit is amazing. I did. I read that actually, um, and I was, I was it was it was kind of making me sad that I wasn't really part of the whole. I mean, I, I was aware of the kinfolk movement. Whenever you know, ten years ago, it's been now. Yeah, but I, I never really participated in it. But I mean, that's kind of like the last great, like, hey, I'm going to start a magazine and it's actually going to make millions of dollars, all independent. You know, like that's kind of yeah, yeah. No, it, it is. I was definitely again. I didn't really participate. I probably did more than you, just because I was in New York at the time and it was such a thing. But and also, luckily, like, Tumblr. You know, there's a lot of kinfolk energy going on. Bitch, that is. I'll I'll slap I'll slap you through the phone right now. You say that shit to me. Don't talk to me like that. Not in front of my fans. Okay. Not in front of my fans. Um, I've seen your va- your your flower vase collection. First of all, bitch. Maybe. Second of all, I've never been to Portland. I'm not Mormon. Damn. Like, so I don't. Na- Nike never called you up. Even I DJed some shit for Nike in Portland, dog. Come on. That, that damn. You got to turn this around on me. I've never even had a latte in a ceramic cup at home in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. I don't pollute my bean. You know the rule? Actually, I had a latte today. I felt crazy. Really? Yeah, you know. I, Whole I milk, I hope. No, God, come on. What are you? I'm, I'm not a caveman. Bro, um, we're going back to bro. caveman times. Trust me. We're gonna, you're going to need to start getting your body ready for, 
for whole milks when <laughs> when true. the when the when the oat <laughs> siege begins. Well, I've already started hunting. I killed an elk up here yesterday, so I'll I'll freeze the pack. Way to bury the lead. Okay, this whole podcast is about how you killed an elk yesterday. I killed an elk and then I did squats with it on my shoulders and then brought it back and and uh, you know took it apart, broke it down, just like a pack. I I just bust down the pack. I just bust down. Damn, we just got a lot of Joe Rogan listeners on on board now. Um, All right. Well, I, I guess we should tell the, the listeners what's going to happen right now yeah it's good that um, you that you were talking about that because you it, i was looking at you uh, a picture that you sent me today about you working out it was it was a workout selfie and I, i've been complaining a little bit about having to work out in la and it's been a little cold and rainy in the mornings and then you hit me with the with the workout just in the snow just yoga mat around a snow as far as the eye can see 30 degrees you're still wearing your nike shorts so, I got it. Bro, so I, th- the, I can't complain is what I'm saying. No, you can't. I mean, you the, look, there's just two kinds of men in this world, real ones and Jason. And I'm a real one. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah, there's some snow, but I just, I just, <laughs> I just put down the yoga mat. I put down the yoga mat. I pulled out some ankle weights. I had the Pilates ring and we do, we do the workout, but I want to talk about, I mean, this is localized Southern California stuff, but we need to talk about the Kevin and Bean K-Rock meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should. Um, <laughs> That is those. I, I mean, the K Rock is a radio station that plays alternative indie rock music, whatever. Or at least it used to. Now it plays like really bad music. But ever since I was a kid, Kevin and Bean were like the morning show hosts. They're like the uh, the white breakfast club, you know. And they just, <laughs> they got that's the nicest fired, thing you could have possibly said. They got fired in the middle of Roni. Just straight up cut, but I guess you know a lot of people are getting fired, or 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 are less people well, listening I mean, I to that, alternative rock radio. Is, is white people radio done? Well, I bet Kevin and Bean had a big old contract, so it's like mm-hmm. you know who was left actually, just Kevin or just Bean? I think Bean retired. <laughs> <laughs> Bean Bean bailed, and then and then. <laughs> Um, Jensen Carp, who who we know, I've done pods with him before. Friend of the friend of the pod, friend of the pod. I was trying to do anything but say that phrase, and then uh, and he took <laughs> over, breathed a little young young life into it, and apparently it was going well. But then, just bam, fired. Which is which is tough because that is you know the kind of job where people need it and people listen to the radio, and you know what are they going to do? Just start a new radio well, show i mean morning shows used to be like the most important thing on radio like that drove the entire business you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like i i don't know if it matters as much anymore if, if they even care like drive time radio is probably not a, as important of a a a uh thing as it used to be well people people have been saying ever since podcasting came out of like you know it's this big crazy wave and it's going to take over but then they would compare it to like ad sales dollars compared to terrestrial radio and it was still it was just a, a minuscule fraction compared to how much is still being spent on the radio and people would just would say it's going to be a long time before podcasts take over but maybe you know it's it's starting to to topple kind of i just don't want to listen to a podcast in the car um, like i don't i want 
I want to listen to music in the car. I don't never do not want to listen unless it's like talk radio, I guess, every once in a while. But like, even when you're alone. Yeah, bro. I ain't trying to listen to a. Fu- I'm not that much of a fucking nerd. Yeah, but like, also don't, you like, don't. You don't. You're not in the car for like commuting hours hours, to your yeah. job. Like the only time you're in a car so nowadays you? is just. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm, well, my, I almost hardly ever listen to music unless I'm I'm working. If I need to, use so you're banging you're banging Marin in the truck on the way to Culver City. I will I will listen to pods during my commute. Yeah, the whole time because it's I'm able to I'm able answer to answer the zone out. question. Answer the answer the question, Jason. I don't. I don't Are you banging Marin in the truck? It, de- it depends on the guest, Chris. Is that what you want to fucking hear? <laughs> it depends on the guest. Um, so you listen to you listen to music when you're working, but you don't listen to music in the car. Correct, because when I'm in the car, you know, if I'm if I'm in the car or if I'm going for a walk or a bike ride or working out, I always listen to a podcast because then my brain can just kind of drift away into a, a meditative state, and I'm not really paying attention to what else is going on, and it kind of just helps me pass the time. Like if you have to be in a car for an hour, but if I'm working and I need to use my brain, then then I just put on music. You know, I'm only I can only bang classical or like jazz when I'm trying to work. Yeah, that's cool. I do. I, I can't. Do, li- I bang some jazz and some ambient. Uh, we know you like ambient. We know you're an ambient daddy. I am, and now ambient ambient daddies are finally having their way. Now that everyone is quarantined okay. and they just have to listen to serene dulcimer tones. I don't think that. I mean, have you listened to the new weekend? No, I have not. I don't. I don't really like the weekend, and I, I never really was into it's, it. People like it. It slaps. It's good. I have to say, it's good. Uh, motherfucking Starboy was not it at all, but mm. this is really good. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm th- like, I'm into it. A lot of people are into it, and people. Some people are sending me links to listen to it, but I. I don't know. I've just never. I've never really been into it, and then I'm I'm sort of I know that I'm turning into like an old music head when I'm judging artists based on seeing their SNL performance instead of like that 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 is true. <laughs> this the song he did with uh, what's the guy's name? OPN. I can't say the fucking name. One the guy who does all the stuff. Yeah, that song is hot fire. It's got an Elton John head nod. It kind of sounds like Eric Clapton in the melody. I'm really hitting. It's really hitting for me. It's really hitting. I for mean, me. maybe I'll give it a listen. I, I mean, how do you feel about his bloody face, beaten up aesthetic that he is pushing right now? I mean, like, I get that a. I don't know, man. Like Hunter S. Thompson, I get it. I guess like I was into that in high school, but like I, I don't, you know. What, we is, all what is the correlation between that, Hunter S. Thompson and and The Weekend? I think his whole thing is is like um, uh, the what is the why am I blanking on the book name? The Las Vegas Fear book. and Loathing. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a Fear and Loathing. Like that was the whole inspiration for the whole thing. I think it, 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 the first video and stuff was a Fear and Loathing thing. So it's it's to kind of be like I am so careless and free that I'm just like out here doing drugs, fucking chicks, getting beat up, and I'm loving every minute of it. Look how bloody I am, kind of vibe. I w- I would assume it's probably a little deeper than that. Um, <laughs> well, but please, that is I'm, what- <laughs> I'm all ears. 
I mean, I have to say that this man coming out, his first single in years coming out in 2020 and the first line being, uh, I don't need a bitch, I'm what a bitch need, is some of the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is hard. Sure. <laughs> I'm not saying it's smart or interesting, but it's hard. It it's is fucking hard. I guess there is a little bit of like a prince energy if he's saying such powerful, strong pimp hand lyrics, but in like a real <laughs> in a real like sing songy bird do you, voice. Because if, if, like, line, if Future comes out with a new album and his first line is that, then then it's a little bit then you know more people will be like hell yeah bro this is this is sick but then but if you're singing it in like <laughs> like weekend voice <laughs> then it's kind of like eh, it's a little mixed signal for me like are you like are you really this much of a cocksmith putting putting in work are you really yes i actually really think this he much probably of a, is. A i don't know man i mean he he look i mean well, I, I i was reminded of a tweet i did like 6 months ago when he had his new look and I was like this, he looks like he's about to get a room started for me at Macy's. He doesn't <laughs> like his, his look. That was good. I remember that bar. I mean, he it's, I, I don't know. I, I, I was never really, I obviously he's a very talented singer, but I was, I was just never really, never really got bit by the weekend snake. And then now, I'm I'm looking at him and he's on TV performing and he's just like I'm going to like watching him at the end of SNL where the band plays the the slow song and everyone hugs each other and high fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching him have to like hug all these celebrities and actors and comedians with like a bloody face as as if everything is all normal was just weird to me. I don't know. And then, like, do you have? It's like, I guess, it's like, I guess um, you don't. It's like R and B singer Pink. Like, if this is your whole vibe, then do you just have to have pink hair forever? Is, is I guess weekend... you don't understand. I, don't, I guess you don't understand people like pouring themselves into their art. I guess that's what you're not understanding. Oh, I do. But um, I think that no, I think he thinks he's on his like Bowie shit or whatever, where he like changes his look and his whole vibe every album. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Well, if, I don't you, if you watched that. if you watched the Taylor Swift documentary, you know that all pop stars have to do that every album cycle. Did we ever talk about that documentary? No, we've only had this podcast for one week. That's true. <laughs> I don't mean I meant I meant as friends. Just in general, I, mean, I don't. I don't. Maybe we yeah. we touched on it a little bit, but no. It is absolutely demented. Her taste in graphic design in 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 home decor. Her house, her apartment looks fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the whole the whole Kanye thing that just came out yesterday? I just like do people really care about that anymore? It seems like so long ago, you know. No, I don't. I don't think people. I mean, people cared about it for like one three hour period, but not really anymore. But do you think people are ready or are eager to see the the descent of Kanye West? Or do people still want? I mean, to be I think Kanye. I think I think unfortunately Kanye has won most people back with his fake Jesus shit. People love it, dude. People mm-hmm. people that I know and respect are reposting that right now. Like like <laughs> talking about a simpler time or how it's so it makes him feel calm. And I'm like, are you guys dumb or did you just never have to go to church? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't 
Like, I, I just don't, there's nothing more uncool than religion to me. And I'm not going to let somebody package it and resell it to me as an adult. Like, I'm not going to fall for it. It's for the weak-minded. And you are not mm-hmm. a weak-minded person. No, I'm an idiot, but I'm steadfast <laughs> in my beliefs. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm good. But. Do you, well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully the Roni brings, uh, brings Kanye down. <laughs> I don't think the Roni, I don't think rich people are affected by Corona. I mean, if people have to choose between feeding their family and buying new Yeezys, it might, who knows? And he can't charge, you know, <laughs> you know, all, every musician, the 90% of their revenue stream is live performances and that's, that's gone now. Do you think people yeah, are going to pay money can, for think, a church live stream from Kanye? Yes. And also people that Ugh. buy Kanye West shoes don't have families, Jason. They've never even had sex. Like, what do you, that, that is not like, <laughs> you're, you're wrong about that. Okay. I guarantee you the, the shoes will sell out as long as he keeps putting them out for as long as I can fathom. Mm-hmm. And I do think people would pay for a live stream of that garbage. A hundred percent. Like, do you I, think, I think he would be vilified good- for charging money for something like church, which should be a free thing? No, because, I mean, the way church works, at least with my upbringing, is mm-hmm. that you were, you know, it was heavily encouraged that you put offering in the plate or, mm-hmm. or you donate monthly or yearly. I mean, that was just an understood thing right. that you basically had. You don't have to do it, obviously. It's not like a mandate, but it's considered, of course, like something you must do. Yeah. More, so it's like, it's really give, no different than that. The more you're respected and loved by your, your peers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just like any other pyramid you know, scheme hierarchy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it, exactly. So I, I don't think that, but I do think people would pay for him. I think that people are just so desperate for entertainment right now. They would happily pay for a Sunday service. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think, how do you think this is going to affect like my mosaic celebrity church bros, Bieber and all those people or if they can't congregate, is it going to have to go virtual? And then it, it is, it's already going virtual. It public? is going Oh, yeah. I think all the churches are going virtual. The same way your favorite singer-songwriter is doing an acoustic show in his fucking kitchen. Uh, I think the the church has got to go viral. I mean, the merch sales are probably going to go through the roof. Yeah, but like, you know, Diplo is not charging money to watch, you know, to have you watch him DJ in his living room. But that's because Diplo has a Diplo is rich and knows he's very rich and isn't going to exploit that because he doesn't need to. Mm -hmm. Whereas... I think Kanye could say, I have to pay all, which is true. I, I have to pay all these musicians. You know what I mean? Which I don't know how he could even do it because of the quarantine thing. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He's got like, a big payroll. I, you know, he, he's got a staff. Yeah, he's got to pay Kim. He's got to pay the nanny. He's got to pay the chef. I mean, it's it's never ending with this guy, dude. It's, this guy is fucking, the payroll is crazy, bro. <laughs> he's paying Kim. <laughs> She's paying him if we're being honest, but you yes. know what I mean. <clears throat> um, so um, I don't. I, I guess we're not going to have a guest this week. That's fine. We don't have to do that. Um, we were recently in. Um, should we just try to call? Should we just try to call somebody out of the blue and see if they answer? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh no, no, I have to approve them first. But yeah. Oh, oh, are you worried about who I would call, Jason? <laughs> I'm worried about who I would call and who you would call. I agree with that. That's fair. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, you know what? 
why don't I just why don't I just try why don't I just try something? Okay. Let's just try something and just see cuz I mean, you know, people are at home, bro. This is like a fun thing. Okay. Go for it. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Jason Stewart, are you there? Hello. <laughs> hey, Jeans. Jacob. Have you been, Jason? Oh, uh, <gasps> you know, um, sensational. Um, oh, good. A lot of revenue streams are cooking, and <laughs> um, no. How are you holding up, Jake? I'm fine. I mean, it's a. Uh... Everyone keeps asking that, but it's like, this is week one of like three months probably. So like, that's not the question to be asking. Like, I mean, I know three, mo- three months. I know, I know that everyone is like very caring and I, I really appreciate that. I've heard from a lot of people and I, I think that that's very nice, but like, I mean, I feel like every time I'm asked that I'm reminded that like, we're pretty much at the start of a very long haul here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so you, so you're thinking three. I'm thinking three, and then I think that we'll have summer, and then we'll have to have a winter quarantine all over again. Oh, uh, so we'll, so we'll so you're saying we'll do a three, and then everyone will be happy, hog wild. They'll go out there and touch each other too much, and then we'll have to do it all over again in winter. Well, I, I don't know if that's what would cause it, but I, I'm not. I, I haven't read as closely as maybe I should on this, but what I have read is that effectively they'll be able to eradicate it through or, or they'll be able to, to kind of dull the cases through summer. And then um, much like how the flu comes back in winter, it'll come back in winter and then we'll have basically a whole other cycle of quarantine all over again. But hopefully at that point we'll know how to deal with it better. But like um, I'm not very optimistic. I, th- I think until they find uh, an actual vaccine, like this is probably what we're facing, but mm-hmm. um so, so by I, I, so by winter we will already sort of be quarantine pros. We'll already have all the puzzles. We'll already be ready to go. <laughs> well, I mean, as much as that matters, I mean, more, I mean more like hopefully like the government figures it out. But 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 again, I'm I'm no scientist, and and, and nor am I. Um, thank, a, thank you for making that clear. Thank you because the listeners were confused. Like, is this the scientist that Chris is friends with? <laughs> no, but um, but but I but I would also say that that's probably both reading a lot about it and then um, prognosticating like a very long, you know, uh, self-isolation. Both those are kind of my coping mechanism. So like if I know a lot about it, then I feel better. And also if I tell myself like this is the future, like just get used to it, then I'll, I'll feel better if it's any less than that. Jacob, so, I, I thought that buying trousers, I thought that buying trousers was your coping mechanism, but I'm learning a lot from you already. Also, that's the that's that's the exact opposite of my coping mechanism. I want to know as little as possible and just yeah. hope for the best. That's my yeah. entire outlook on life. Chris, why don't you introduce our guest right now, please? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Yeah. Hey. What's up, um, guys? This is this is our friend uh, Jacob Gallagher, um, known columnist for the Wall Street Journal, and also scaredy cat who stayed indoors for probably two weeks already. Um, um, I've been inside for like a week and a half. I've been outside to go running. And to go to the grocery store, um, but I but I've been inside for about a week and a half. My 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 fiance has not left the house for eight days. So um, what? Yeah, it's kind of she's she she's the pro in our household. Um, First of all, congratulations! If, I had no idea. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, that's, uh, 
That's a world record holder. I don't think I've heard of anybody not leaving the house for that long. If she, if, if, if we end up getting it, it will be entirely my fault because I'll have gone outside. Um, that is like, that is truly the only like way around. Damn. Is that a dynamic? These women really trying discussed? to catch us up, bro. <laughs> Wait, sorry, uh, Chris, be quiet. What were you saying, Jason? I said, is that a dynamic or a scenario that you guys have already discussed, or is this only living in your head? Um, it's only living in my head, but, like, I, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, that's, isn't that just, like, empirical fact that, like, it is. If, she stay, if she stays inside, she's she's going to be fine. Um, but, uh, though we have, like, ordered things. So, so I my theory is kind of that we might catch it off of, like, ordering you know an amazon package or something but yeah, it can um, be, you know your mailman amazon grub yeah hub, you name it but 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 of course Mr. The, porter the, the list goes on <laughs> again the evidence on that is 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 not 100 percent clear yet there, there's so many unknowns in, the, in this situation so mm-hmm. uh, it can yeah. make your head spin Jake, correct, correct. Jake, have you copped? Have you copped gear since being quarantined? Okay, so the the answer. I really wish that the answer was no. Um, and, <laughs> and, and in in any other in any other scenario, the answer would be no. But um, our legacy happened to have their online archive sale like this week. So I did buy a sweater from that. But normally, I would not have. I, there's nothing, and I'm like, you know planning to buy i have actually found and th- this this whole planning for self-isolation to have been fairly expensive up front just because we bought more groceries than like we normally would mm-hmm. um and, and i've subsequently ordered a lot of like things around the house that we like didn't realize we needed going into this such as like a printer or exercise mats or things like that that we just hadn't calculated um as you can tell i'm like very budget obsessed um <laughs> yeah we need the wrong guys right now baby no that's uh, why yeah, we have you on bags. but i also like and, and, and I'm, I'm trying to, th- to think about how to put this into my work going forward but there's something to be said for the fact that like your motivation to buy something certainly goes down when you have no idea when you're going to be wearing it in public in the future like i i'm not i'm not want to go buy a bunch of stuff because like if i buy it right now I'm not going to be able to wear it for months. And in months, my feelings of what I want to wear like might be different. Or, or Chris, and I were, mildly. Chris and I were discussing this last episode where I was, I was asking him, like, are these, are these things that you're buying now potentially, you know, if, if it is a worst case 18 months from now scenario, mm-hmm. or are your tastes going to be completely gone? Or are you gonna, not going to want to wear that at all? And in Chris's defense, he said that he only cops timeless pieces that are evergreen. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it, but it, but but it, but it's also more so. I'm not getting. So what I normally what what I normally think happens is like I you spend winter, especially in New York City. Like the last month of winter is really the month where you wear the things that you have tr- tested, if you will, through either that previous winter or all the winters before. So you basically wear the same thing for like a, the final month, month and a half of winter. You were like stuck in the uniform. You don't want to try anymore. It's just, it's just cold. You, you have your boots, you have your day. North face or whatever brand puffer. And it, that's pretty much exactly, it. Exactly. And then, in, it, and then spring comes around and you get super gassed all of a sudden and you're excited. Sundress and, and, and you buy things that are more tailored toward that. But of course we're stuck inside. So like you don't get that feeling of like, 
oh man, I really want to buy spring stuff. Like I'm still thinking about like sweaters and stuff. Cause that's where my head's at. But, um, I imagine, I, I imagine my head is a, my head is in the future of humanity, but yeah, have fun with your fucking sweaters. Jesus. Stick with sweaters, guy. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. I'm are, trying are to feed my family. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. Let's keep this train going. So, so Jacob, you. Sorry, the thought of Jason having a family is making me laugh. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll I'll be there before you, Chris. Um, God bless. Please, I hope so. <laughs> um. Yeah, your your family are just um 15 year old white dudes on Twitter. um so jacob so you work you work in media how you know and the world for the the world of content in the last couple weeks has definitely shifted greatly how is how is it affecting the content that you create so you you are a fashion writer editor for wall street journal yeah i mean i'll say on a core level like i the the vast majority of how I actually physically do my job is that I pick up my phone and I call people or I email people or I farm for sources through social media or what have you. So like my job already is very tailored toward being able to be remote in a lot of ways. But um, but I think that what you're what you're asking is more like how are we adapting? And and I would also say like I feel very having had a lot of conversations with people around the industry this week like. Uh, where we sit on the media side with everything that's happening. And I don't want to speak for everyone in media, but this is like what I'm kind of picking up Um, throughout the whole industry. Media is probably the safest place to be sitting right now because you're not worrying about supply chain. You're not worrying about if people are actually shopping, you're not worried about those things. And, and there has been this first burst of like, of just a whole lot of things to cover around coronavirus. Like I, I wrote, several stories last week all themed around coronavirus that are going to roll out over the next couple of weeks, basically mm-hmm. um, at, because there was just a lot of stuff to get into there. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, I had a lot of very not so um, pleasant calls and conversations in terms of just like hearing the reality of what this is going to do to the industry is, is it's very upsetting. And um but in term, but but that's not what you asked. I mean, what you asked, like in terms of my job, like. It's, well, I, it's I guess more of what I was asking is like, obviously, the me- the world of media has a is in you know people need content in media, and mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. are in a safe place compared to somebody who's you know working in a service industry job or something. Right. But if you're, do you are, are you experiencing like how can I write about fashion right now? How can I write about sports right now? Yeah, how can I, I write I, about I, any of these you know arts and entertainment yeah. type of things when there's the big elephant yes, in the room? Yeah, but but to, to that end, I mean, thus far, a big part of this is like not necessarily people getting sick. Hopefully, that does not really happen. I mean, mm-hmm. that's but people that are stuck at home. But you can talk about the intersection of fashion and infectious diseases. (laughs) Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I, that's, that's not what I'm, what I'm getting at is more like we, we, we recognize that like a lot of our, our readership or I recognize that a lot of our readership are people that are just like stuck at home. So it's less about like, what are you buying and more about like, what are you thinking about? Or like, Mm -hmm. how are you, how are you actually getting dressed for the day now? And like Mm -hmm. those considerations, like, you know, all the content that you're seeing right now is basically framed around 
the things that people are doing to fill their day. They're trying to squeeze in exercise. They're trying to figure out what they're going to eat. They're trying to figure out what they're going to wear. And then this like outpouring of content about like content, basically, how are you going to fill your day? How are you going to like, you know, fill these hours where you're stuck in the exact same place? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're thinking a lot about like what, or I should say, I I don't want to speak for, for everyone, but like, I'm thinking a lot about, you know, what, what, the whoever's reading this is actually doing what they're actually thinking about. Am I going to be writing a lot about like, go buy this thing? Like, absolutely. Like, I don't think so. Like I, I I can't say a hundred percent not, but like, I just, I'm not sure that that's where everyone's head is at. Although this past week we have seen a lot of stores and, um, you know, make the appeals like support small businesses. And I think that that is um, an important thing to look at. And I think that there are people that are certainly buying in that way. Um, how long that lasts, I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah. See, so you were saying. I just don't. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, how long can we talk about coronavirus? You know what I mean? Like, as far as it as it relates to every single thing, I feel like yeah, after but, a little while, people are just getting tired of reading about it. But this is what I keep saying to people. Like, I was having this conversation. This is not just just about how the virus is going to work. Like, if the virus spreads at the level I think it's going to spread, and it hits, in in and forget about how many people it hits. If, if, if it, two to three percent of Americans die from it, that means that by the numbers, everyone knows someone that dies from it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Chris, you're right. But right now, all if this you content don't, you is, need to get your friends up. No, but 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 you're absolutely right, Chris. Like I, I feel everything's been a little bit exhausted in a week. But that being said, we're really just at the beginning of what this virus is going to do to change our lives, and. I, I think that we have from the jump kind of underestimated how life changing this is really going to be. I mean, this is, this is probably the one of the three most important events of our lifetime happening right now, I would say. Um, I mean, the podcast is good, but it's not that good, but thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Of course. No, it's, <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. But also, you know, you can, you can think about it and you can go down that fear spiral forever you know, but we oh, need, well, it's, we need it's, people like Chris Black to keep us. Well, but, sane. but think about it this way. It's less of a fear spiral than like I called my grandmother the other day and she was talking about how she was raised um, basically in the shadow of the Great Depression. And then it was that and then it was World War Two. And then it was probably September 11th where like the three were the three big things of her life until that until mm-hmm. this point. And now this is the one that's like the coda basically probably on, on what will be the final chapter of my grandmother's life. This is like the big event that's happening in it. And my, my point, my point on that is like after nine 11, our behavior about a, a large number of things changed drastically. I mean, the way that we flew changed, the way that we approached going to large events changed. This is probably, I think that already it has happened where our generation is very Keen, and I'm speaking to two guys who I think would agree with this, is very like obsessive about health in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of health obsession coming out of this and a lot of questions about, um, you know, what is our healthcare system and like how do we prevent these things going forward and what have you. I, I, we just, this, this still feels like we've been completely blindsided by it, even though we saw it coming. Um, but we didn't do anything to, to try to. I shouldn't say we didn't do anything, but I just think like it was something that people were not thinking about what, what washing your hands actually does or, you know, mm-hmm. what, 
what stockpiling medicine actually does for you. I think that that those behaviors will change. I Sorry, agree. I feel like I've taken us down this like incredibly academic pathway. Um, we knew. Look, I knew when I was calling a nerd what I was going to get. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we don't. We're not doomsdayers over here. We're not preppers like you. It's a little but, bit but, different okay. attitude on but, but, on the How Long Gone show. I've been I've been cooped up all day, so this is like I I, I we've basically done nothing but I've read the paper and I've done a I've done crosswords and, and now I'm I'm watching. Um, Map Map of the Stars or Maps of the Stars, which is an amazing David Cronenberg movie. Um, but so I'm kind of like okay, my brain good. my brain is now spiraling a little bit. Well, Jacob, yeah. you need you I would needed consi- an outlet to talk. Exactly, yes, that's precisely, what we're here for. Precisely. I would say that you are a little bit of a doomsday guy, though. Um. Okay. So, so my brother, my brother is, is, has been a little bit, not on me about this. He's been nice and hasn't mentioned it a lot, but, um, before it was quote unquote cool to be obsessed with contagion, I was obsessed with contagion and, and, and have watched that. I've watched that movie probably for the record. It has never been cool to be into the no, film contagion, but continue. No, but, 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 but I probably, I've probably seen that movie. 30 or 40 times, I would guess. Um, this is going to be a long podcast. What? Put on a pot of coffee. <laughs> Are you okay? Dude, that, Jay, that's alarming, bro. I'm and honestly it, like, I'm calling the feds. I just, I, I mean, I just thought it was so smart. And, and he really, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Steven Soderbergh fan to begin with, but that movie, I, I feel, I feel like that movie was like, and again, to get back to like how, how we didn't really see this coming, like, that is when you think about human things or, or things that can happen to us in our lifetime, like a mass virus is, is, is something that's like pretty rationally could happen. And I, I thought that that movie really laid it clear. Um, so con- I, contagion I, I, is your Rushmore. It's not my Rushmore. No, I, I, that's not, that's not even the movie I've seen the most probably. Um, that's not even close to the movie. I would hope not. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not the movie I've seen the most. But um, it's been. But I did watch it but yeah. for, for for a while. I watched it like probably <laughs> weekly. I would. Say, I just like cranked. I love that movie. Um, but I've yet to. I've actually yet to watch it um, since all of this started because I just don't want to have to think about it. Um, and, yeah. and, and to do because you've already movies. seen it forty times. I need to watch it again. I would say is a good reason. Well, contagion is actually, I mean, and I don't want to belittle coronavirus, but contagion is far more terrifying. I mean, the virus hits you and you die. That's shots. Like, <laughs> shots. shots. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I think people, but what do you think this, this, the spike in contagion becoming the number one downloaded or watched movie yeah. on iTunes? Is that because people are you know, addicted to the adrenaline rush of, of the fear that they're experiencing, seeing their potential future laid out beautifully by Soderbergh? Probably, but there's also something there where it's like, like you want to just, well, for one, contagion ends and it's very uplifting. And I think that that might help people right now. Mm. Um, I would also say maybe there's something there. And like, as I said, like uh, a virus is something that very, that, that is, is very much on the table in, in terms of like what can happen to us, but it's not something that really is that discussed. Like, like the, the big flu was like a night, it was, was, was a, a, a century ago. So it feels very abstract or like Ebola still felt very abstract. So mm-hmm. I guess like watching a movie is like the, the American reaction to like 
making things feel real in a certain way. Cause like coronavirus still like doesn't really feel real yet in a lot of ways. Like we know why we're under it feels real to It feels real to me, bitch. I can't get a fucking fourth wave coffee. But that's, but, but that's, but that's because you're, but that's because, but that's you being under, that's, that's you being under lockdown and dealing with the, the implications of that. That's not necessarily you dealing with like the, the direct thing of the virus, if you will. No, that's right. Like the act, right, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, on the coffee, I've, I've been is, having is someone- to drink Stumptown coffee. It's been a fucking nightmare. Oh my God. Jason, are you okay? No, I'm not. Um, I was typing. I was writing down some notes. Jacob, okay. we we um we were we've talked a few times on the show about like yeah our our clothing, our dressing, our self care, uh-huh, uh-huh. our grooming uh-huh. when we're not leaving the house. You are a very yeah. put together person. You always have a, mm-hmm. a great outfit, and you Thank probably you. moisturize well. Uh, have you been more relaxed? <laughs> All right, with chill, your out, chill out, Jake. Chill out, Jake. Chill out. Well, he be, um, he's dressing. Well, he be dressing. That's fair. He do well, be dressing. So I pretty much. Are you wearing Are dress. you wearing Nike joggers right now? Is what I'm asking. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing. Um, um, I'm just wearing. I'm actually. Just, I'm just wearing Carhartts. But um, uh, mm. my, wow. No, I I would say I I wear probably what I would normally wear a little bit dressed down. The big difference is is that I don't wear. I think I think Chris, you and I have talked about this before. Maybe I don't wear hoodies that often. Like I, I because I don't wear them to work. It's like the one thing that I won't wear to work really. Um, so I've been wearing a hoodie like almost every day. So that's probably the big difference. But, How does it feel um, wearing that hoodie? I mean, they're very comfortable, but like I, I try really hard to wear because I, I do. I, I mean, I do. Like I do own sweatpants. Like I'm not a lunatic, but like I, but. But I do try very hard to put on like oh. proper pants. But I haven't been wearing. But I haven't been wearing like like dress pants or like I, I'm obviously not putting on like a suit to go sit at my desk, like or you know. But um, no suspenders, no ties. No, but but like I get why people. I totally understand why people do that. It's like whatever whatever can put you in the right headspace to get stuff done. Like do it. Like just mm-hmm. like I I think that's wise. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, luckily, I haven't had to change my look from button-up shirt and Stussy uh, mesh shorts. Um, so I'm, I still feel comfortable. And our great geniuses, I do my best work uh, lying down. Um, so I've, al- I've always liked to retire to the bedroom with my laptop to do some of my big, big thinking. Uh, so it really hasn't changed my wardrobe either. Jason, thanks for asking. Well, Chris, we already covered your Stussy shorts, so I just wanted to see what somebody like Jacob might have to say. Um, Chris, did you, uh, did, you, did you say in the group chat that Harvey Weinstein caught the Roni in jail? Is that true? Harvey, Weins- Harvey Weinstein got the bug, player. He got the bug in jail. Chris, don't call it the bug. Just like, <laughs> just don't. Just really don't. Just don't. <laughs> Why not? We gotta make. We what else are we gonna call? I'm so tired of saying the word Corona, bro. It's Langy. Like, let's get it. Let's come up with a new name for the virus right now. Let's do it right now. Okay. Um, Jacob is going to hang up any second. (laughs) We need to to rebrand this virus. Like Trump. Trump's trying to re. Why can't we? I mean, so like, like, um, like measles. 
<laughs> that is obviously not the true like Latin name of of the yeah. disease, but measles, that's a good name. Do you say corona more or do you say COVID-19? Well, COVID-19 is the 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 sickness that you the illness that you get from the novel coronavirus. So mm-hmm. there it's it's like the difference between HIV and AIDS, kind of. But um, okay, okay, as far as I understand, I could be wrong. Someone fact check me if I'm wrong on that. But um, but I think in like in writing, I've been using them kind of interchangeably because I, the like when you're talking about the phenomenon of them, you can you can speak about them interchangeably. I would say I think that we I think the journal has 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 done that as well. I think that we're kind of using them here and there. It, it is it's annoying to to type out um, all the time, but I don't, I don't know, man, Corona, I don't think coronavirus is like, I don't know why this matters at all, but like, it's not the, the stupidest <laughs> virus. Like I've heard worse. The brand name is already taken by a popular Mexican cerveza. So I'm saying like, it's, it's just, there's like, when you're doing a naming exercise for a new brand, you have to do the research and make sure that the name isn't already taken. Mm, all right. Yeah. Next time there's a, next time there's a pandemic, I'll have them call you. Yeah, Chris. I would our, appreciate that. Our, our episode, our next episode, we can do a brand voice strategy mm. touch base mm. on how we can <laughs> maybe get ahead of this thing for you. That's a good idea. Thank you for that, Jake. <laughs> have you been? We've talked a little bit during this difficult time, and I know you've been devouring content like a monster. Slurping. Um, well, I, I, I've been reading a lot, but um, I've. I, I've also watched the entirety of Tiger King, which is which is truly the best thing I've I've seen like ever. I, I, I I'm like I'm flummoxed. I'm flummoxed by how entertaining it was. It was it is so <laughs> you and I heard about that on Drake's Instagram story. It is um <laughs> all I can say is shit is is truly wild. It is I got my parents hooked on it, they watched the entire thing in a day. It was like it is it is so entertaining. How many how many they're like seven, they're seven 45 minute episodes, I think. Um, so it's that's like, a low it's, com- that's a low commitment. It's, it's light work, but, um, it, 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 it's really that good. Like within 10 minutes, you're, you're along for the ride. And let me tell you, man, it, it just, it does not give up. I, it's so I blasted a few episodes last night and you are absolutely correct. It is exactly what yeah. we need right now in this time. <sighs> Cause I thought is it I, just because it's just d- dumb, dumb entertainment, like full, it's, it's just, just like lose it's, yourself. It's just really peeling back the layer on a subculture that I never knew existed, and has so many different characters inside it, and every one of them could have been a standalone documentary. Mm-hmm. They focus on one guy, mm-hmm. but there's there's like four to five peripheral characters that are just wild. Like I. There's a guy who basically has like they're effectively like women that come work for him that he pays nothing and he dresses them he t- he dictates what they'll eat what they wear what they do in a day and they work like twenty hour days like this guy has like women that are basically slaves and he is not the main character of the show he is like he like he's like he's like the show i'm telling you the show is really something it's really something and and joe exotic just has some of the most phenomenal bad outfits i've ever seen it is like it is like joe dirt 
mixed with Cruella de Vil. It's so good. It's just wow. so good. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a man pull off I'm gonna, a, I guess a, I have a to pistol in a holster so well, I would say, though. But but I, I, I remember now that, like, we somehow I come across – he. he this is not a spoiler, but in the show, he runs for president at one point. And I, I, we've come across like the YouTube video at one point, like, like Rachel was saying to me, like, we've seen this guy before. We've seen this guy before. And it was this, even the video of him running for president, Chris, you could just look that up. And that's the best trailer for the show. Cause this guy is just ranting. He's got cats around him and gator it is it is it is truly it's, this it's show a shame is so that, good that he's currently incarcerated for uh, uh, uh trying to murder somebody because his his tv show would be very viral right now in our in our time absolutely, of, of Roni. absolutely. yeah but i, th- I think um, that i think that a well-made think- documentary is going to become the most popular form of content right now. And it, and as yeah, you can see, it truly can be about anything. It doesn't really matter. Well, it's that whole thing about how everyone wanted ESPN to drop the, the MJ doc, which mm. I wish, I really wish they would. I, I, I think that they're probably trying to figure out how to do it. But um, I mean, that's like a 10, it, that's like a 10 part. That's like a 10 hour documentary. I think I, I, I want all of that. And I don't even like, I don't even like sports that much, but I, I would, watch that in a second right if that came out right now same um but that's basically the only thing that i've like watched hardcore i've been watching a lot of like movies from the 90s i watched gross point blank the other day which is one of my favorite movies just just a, a truly underrated movie in my opinion but um it's a real jacob movie are you see i find yeah. a hard time and i find it hard to balance the content from absolute trash to like the stuff i should be spending my time with that's the biggest struggle I have. Yeah, but but like I felt that this afternoon where I was getting kind of bugged out where I was like I should be reading my book more, like I shouldn't be watching TV as much, blah blah blah. And it's like I feel like right now this is just not the time to be hard on yourself about that. Like maybe in a couple weeks, but like right now I, I'm not I'm not mad that I'm sitting in front of my TV watching Netflix at the end of a day. Like I didn't do it all day. I think if you did it all day, it's probably a problem. But like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's tough, man. There is, because though you believe that I watch, like I, Chris, I know you think that I watch like a million hours of television every week. I actually really don't. But I, I was sitting down yesterday and I was looking through like Amazon and who and 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 Prime and and Hulu and Netflix and all that, and the amount of content out there. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. If this if this virus had hit us ten years ago. it it would be so much more boring. Like that's all I can say is it would just be more boring. Like I guess that you would, you would probably read more and you would probably be watching more like reality shows because they would be on television. But well, I I am glad that the government waited until we had enough content to drop, (laughs) drop this 16 on us. Uh, Chris, Chris, you were mentioning, Chris, you were mentioning that you're having you're 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 torn between content that you should be watching and then like bad dumb content. What what would you consider to be like the epitome of the worst like guilty content that you're consuming right now? Above below deck? I mean No, that's good. That's what I consider A plus. Like Jesus. To me, 
Like um, anything from a proper cable network is is higher to me than streaming. <laughs> just in my in my <laughs> ranking system, it has to do with, with distribution. Uh, proper no, but like the tiger network. thing. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this tiger shit I keep hearing about, mm-hmm. like that seems pretty bottom of the barrel to me. Where but it's see, like this, this Eric is Roper's never... birthday, and I should be watching it all. You know what I mean? But but Chris, this is I've never understood this about you. <laughs> you, you the only thing that you like in this world is being up on culture and having an opinion about it. I think that's the only thing that brings you joy. Mm. And yet and yet you don't partake in the things that are like mass cultural events. So you mm. you kind of remove yourself from the conversation sometimes and then you just stand there and you dunk on it a little bit, but you're not actually well, giving giving a shot to the things that are kind of flowing through the the bloodstream of the populace. Speaking of getting dunked on. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I don't know if I think that I think that first of all first of all you put three you could not dunk on me. <laughs> but but I think that that's true about movies and television with you. I, it's not true about music. I, I I know that you listen to all the the, the mass mashugana. But but like you <laughs> Go on, this is, Jake. This, go is, on. this is my way of saying like I don't know why, like, you, I know that you don't like, like, you're like, Marvel movies are dumb and whatever. And I'm not, I'm not here, like, standing for Marvel movies, but I can see the good in them. I don't think you could ever do that. No, because that's for dumb people. I, I just don't, it, it's like, I don't, it's, if I wanted to, if I wanted to eat junk food, I'll eat junk food. I'm not going to find a way for it to be healthy for me. If I want peanut m ms I'm a bad boy and I want them. Yeah, I'm but, not going to somehow yeah. justify that it's. Enjoying it because it's like part of the zeitgeist because a, a but, company but, spends so much money to make it. But these are your rules, though. Like, 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 like Jason brought up below deck. Like you, you place reality on a higher platform than a lot of other people would. So, like, that's yes. somehow because you deem it so has like higher cultural value. Yes, because it's real people, so therefore it does have higher <laughs> cultural value. Like putting not, putting so actors sure in muscle suits, putting actors in muscle suits and having them fly around. I is not, I, should, I can't relate to that. I, I can't relate to Marvel. I, you, I, I, I don't even like Marvel movies. I don't know why I brought that up, but but it was I, a that, perfect that example. Don't worry. It says a lot about you, actually, that you brought it up. I mean, I don't, you know, not to dunk, but well, I, I mean, because I mean, I'm I'm a little bit somewhere in the middle of of this argument where I'm, I'm very team Chris of like, I, I care not to ever engage in any Marvel movies really. But I also, you know, I know that it's important to, but I would never watch like a Bravo show. But for me, it's just like, I want to, I want to know every, like I want to know and try everything. Like I just, Mm. I like if, if, if this movie is mass or this show is like mass and is, and is, and is popular and people are talking about it. Like I want to see it so I can have an opinion on it. Like, Mm. At least to hate watch it. I don't or, want or, to be. I don't want to be at the bottom of society. I want to stay at the top where I belong. <laughs> I don't need to drag the floor of the ocean when I can swim on top. <laughs> I think what's keeping me, like, I know that I would be, I would be mad at myself if I went to a movie theater, paid sixteen twenty five, bought a ticket to see, you know, Captain America or <laughs> Fast and the Furious, and then I walked out of there. And even if I enjoyed it a little bit, or I was like, okay, I get it, that movie rocked, I would be upset at myself for yeah. for for being a dumbass. Right, right. But Chris, I think that we. What I would say is this: like, you like reality shows because they're about people, 
and that says something about people to you. I like this stuff because a lot of people like it or watch it or take it. And I want to know what that says about those people. Like, I think that's just the difference in, in our, in how yeah, we yeah, I stuff. get that. Yeah. All, all joking aside, I get that. I just don't yeah. think that I've never been into that. I've never had any interest in it. Right. I think that it's just kind of like, I think it's, like I said, it's candy, which I understand the, right. the necessity for it, but I can only have it in small doses. And I choose those doses yeah. to be a drunk blonde stewardess <laughs> on a fucking <laughs> boat. I, I feel right. like the last <laughs> you know time, I, mean? I think, I think the, whatever that thing is that everyone, the, the zeitgeist is talking about, it has to get so big that it even infects Chris's life. Correct. Like um, I think that's right. I think that's if, right. Like he would have eaten the Popeyes chicken sandwich if he was not a vegetarian, probably. Yeah, just, yeah. Just I to try would. it. I mean, the perfect example of this is Cheer. Like I first started hearing about Cheer, and I was like, I don't care about this. How good could it be? And then I watched one. I watched one episode. I'm fucking crying and watched the whole thing in one day. So like, yeah, but that it doesn't does, count it, because it's it's about fitness, which is like your <laughs> modus operandi right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is not it's not about fitness it's about the human condition and all working together <laughs> okay, to okay, okay. accomplish a goal yeah, okay okay that's true you that's true that's i mean i think that's why it was so I'll popular take, I'll, but the I'll, same take thing, my, I'll take my cynic hat off you are right you are right but the love is love is blind too i was like i don't really what it's another dating show couldn't believe how good it was i was absolutely enraptured i couldn't get enough I have oh, to thank no. you for, for, for you, you said the thing about that show that explained it immediately, which was that it take what, didn't you say that it takes place in Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, 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 which explained, which immediately explained like so much to me, um, just in terms of, of the, the, I would say priorities of those people. Um, but Damn. I actually, I did, I did. Wow. But also, I a coastal elite New York Jew coming from my southern no. upbringing and values. <laughs> Jacob, if you, were, if you were from <laughs> the other coast of Los Angeles, you would know that the show probably took place in Atlanta because that's where every TV show is filmed yeah, now. Okay, because that's true, that's the true. Indi- because yeah, it has the, nothing to do with the crumbling industry of, of Los Angeles tax. You know, in you know that, all that but, stuff, everyone has to go to Atlanta to film now. That 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 was not meant to be a shot at Pete. That was not meant to be a shot at all of Atlanta or the South. What I what I simply meant was the sure felt like it, it expo- brother. <laughs> as someone who, as someone who, who who also watches The Bachelor and understands where those people often come from, the, those contestants also often come from. It's just the priorities of certain people that that don't exist in like a New York or an LA or something like that, where they're like super keen on marriage that made the show make sense to me mm-hmm. where it was like, Oh, these people, these people probably just like come from a different background than I do. We're like, I watched the bachelor and I'm like, and I say this as a, as a 28 year old who's getting married this year. Like I watched the bachelor and I think like, why did these 24 year olds, 25 year olds, 26 year olds even like give such a shit about marriage? Like I just fundamentally don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's, it's, it's like a band-aid that's going to fix everything. Yeah, of course. Or, or, I mean, really now on The Bachelor, it's just like they lie and they're saying that so that they can go on and get famous. But um, <laughs> I think on Love is Blind, those people genuinely wanted to fall in love because they thought it was like their last chance. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, Chris, um, Good, nothing. Friend, friend of the pod, um, Chuck Anderson, he did send in a question asking us um, about our – our routines, but he also said, "What is what is Chris's favorite character on Love Is Blind?" <laughs> a little two-parter. Oh, uh, 
Definitely. What's the what's the drunk blonde chick's name? Obviously, it's the drunk blonde chick. Just um, Jessica. What's her name? Jessica. Yeah, she's hot fire. When she when she gets like sloppy drunk slurring on camera, that's good. That is that is the exact thing that we are trying to see on television. That is what reality television is built on. I haven't seen it. I mean, maybe maybe I'll give it a watch this weekend. Or uh, this week. Jason, I recommend you do what we did, which is watch the first episode and the last episode. That's that's truly all you need. Everything oh. in between is like is kind of bullshit. Just useless no, filler. Bu- first of all, that's bullshit. I wouldn't even say that you watched it the way that you did it, Jake. That's bullshit. If you're gonna commit, <laughs> commit. You'll go see it. You'll pay twenty dollars to see a fucking Marvel movie, and you won't commit to a free show. <laughs> Yo, Love is Blind was like 10 hours long. I did not really want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it either. So I will exactly, wow. I will I, I will take I thought, the carpool lane advice and blast yeah. one and blast <laughs> 10 and I'm out. Also, Chris, can I just, can we just go back to a second for a second? You said Jew with a really hard J. That was, that was, a, that was a lot of emphasis oh, there. Get out of here. It's maybe, Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the jealousy that I feel for your people and how I want to be one. I would, please, I respect your culture more than I respect my own. So don't come okay. at me with that shit. Not in this time. That's true. You know what? On that note, on that note, we're going to finish up. We're going to no, 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 no. My AirPods are dying. And, no. Yeah, no, no. It actually has nothing to do with you. My AirPods are dying and I need to eat something. And I'm just, you know, I'm not going to be attacking my own show. <laughs> Wait. All right. Can, can we talk about one more thing now? <laughs> You have to make it quick. Uh, Can we talk about the Yale workout plan? Oh, no. Would love to. (laughs) Jason, why do you say, oh, no? No, no, that was a joke. That was a joke. No, I mean, I I think it's great. I think, well, we we were actually supposed to have an episode about working out from home, but our, our guest... The uh, the scheduling didn't work out, so we have you, which is great. Um, yeah, but we, yeah, I, yeah you're awesome. Um, I'm I'm a total proper substitute for that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm just I, I, totally as built as swole. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bro, your your mind, Jacob, your mind is swole, and your and your closet very jacked. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, closet closet on gigantic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what were we saying? I lost my train of thought. Already. Well, 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 Jason, what is? Are, are you are you running? Are you walking? What are you, what oh, are you okay. doing? What is, so what is your am, exercise? I'm doing I'm doing jump ropes as cardio, and then uh-huh. some some cycling. Um, okay, it's been raining for like the last few weeks, and oh, right, really right. Good, so I haven't really been able to do much. But then I have like a whole a whole workout, a little mini home gym in my house, kettlebells and a pull up bar. Oh, that's stuff, nice. Which has been which has been great. Yeah, and then um, my girlfriend built a little hot yoga studio in the in the living room. We got the the electric heaters out. We got the candles going. We got the <laughs> live stream. Li- you're living. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, what are you are you doing? So you, you're doing Yeo's workout plan? No, I'm, I'm not. days. That, no, uh, I, Jacob is. I, on days that I don't run, on days that I don't run, I do either that or I'll do something like that. Um, I'll, I'll try to find something else to mix it up and something a little bit longer. I, the Yale workout plan is good, but it's, it's not, it's not as long as I would like it to be. Um, mm, it's more of an amateur workout and you need a professional pump. I get it. I've heard that um, review before many times in my life. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
I love oh. a, I love a good just <laughs> just a good honest Jesus. And you're good at those. <laughs> but yeah, I w- I, I think I think the the workout from home is going to become a huge epidemic on our on our feeds in the next coming weeks. A lot of people are oh, going yeah. to teach us how to work out who should not be doing that. I've seen a lot of low level influencers already doing it. And I'm like, I don't trust you for fit T. Why would I trust you for fucking exercise? I don't want you to show me how you squat. And I don't want you to teach me how to make cacio e pepe super easy a bomb. I don't need, I don't, I don't want them to do any of these <laughs> things. Well, guys, we're in for a lot more content where this came from. Mm-hmm. This is why we pod. Um, well, J- Jacob, thank you for for calling in and having a chat with us. We we do the show three days. His AirPods. Jake just te- Jake just texted me. His AirPods died. This is fire. <laughs> <laughs> so is he just gone? Ah. Is this a hang up? He's yeah. He he just literally hung up the podcast because he was so offended by what we were saying. <laughs> Damn. So I mean, our new goal for the show: we just hit record and then go until the AirPods die. exactly but um yeah so we're gonna keep it going we'll have a new episode for you on wednesday a new episode for you on friday Mm -hmm. um jason how do you feel i feel great um another great sunday and we should make an announcement that the show is now available on apple podcasts so how how could i forget yeah so if you idiots would stop fucking bothering us on twitter (laughs) asking us when okay i've told you a hundred fucking times that it's gonna be there and get it's now there so it's gonna show up in your feed if you subscribe so please subscribe and give us a nice five stars give us a nice review that'll help us and then uh, we'll keep feeding you um this great very useful important content three days a week Three days a week. It ain't nothing for two G's. You know what I mean? Follow me um, at them jeans. Uh, follow me on Twitter at done to death on Instagram at done to death projects. Uh, have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. And also go to Wall Street Journal and look up uh, Jacob Gallagher and you can check out all of his cool writing. He's going to have a lot of great Corona pieces coming up, apparently. If, yeah, if you want to, if you want to read three weeks for the Corona opinion pieces, you know where to find them. Okay, guys, see you later. (laughs) Bye.